You are listening to Crosstalk. A safe place to discuss addiction, recovery, harm reduction, and everything in between. Support for this podcast comes from the Kentucky Opioid Response Effort and Advocates of Recovery. Content and production by the team at Turning Point Recovery Community Center. Now, buckle up and get ready for the show. Welcome everyone to Crosstalk Recovery, the recovery podcast that supports all forms of recovery. I'm Matt Lewis, and I'm here with... Matt Hobby. Dylan Klinghammer. Connor Gates. Welcome, guys. Um, all Centerpoint guys here, the guys that work at Centerpoint, uh, guys that came through the program behind me. Uh, you know, Matt's been on before, one of my sponsees. Uh, they wanted to come on today to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, Centerpoint, what's going on in the holidays, and all the things that happened there. I remember... When I was there, I was there over Christmas uh, when I went to Centerpoint, and Christmas was one of my least favorite holidays because I was always broke, looking for a fix, you know, and presents. Everybody wants a present. So it was never a good time of year for me. And then we were on lockdown the whole time, so couldn't go anywhere, and you had to walk around the building looking at 100 Christmas trees all day, every day, so that just made me even more miserable. I actually thought about leaving because of Christmas trees. Uh, that's how upset it was to me. Good old COVID. So, and now it's not as bad. You go in there, and it's kind of nice to see all the trees. And I know, and the guys can leave, so they're not trapped seeing the trees all the time. But uh, – so that was my experience with it. I know that, uh, but also it was awesome because they buy presents for all the guys. Uh, Max and people, they dressed up as Santa Claus and everybody got a gift. And we had stockings outside our doors with stuff we needed, like lighters and quarters to use the phone and, and socks. <laughs> and, like it was, The essentials. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if they still do that. But that, but it was it, it ended up being cool. It was just like, the trees were set up two months before Christmas, you know. Yeah. But uh, but so you guys came on here to kind of talk about that. and uh, But since, you know, Dylan and Connor, it's your first time on here, man, why don't you guys take turns sharing a little bit about, you know, your pathway through recovery and how you ended up working at Centerpoint. All right. You want me to start it off? Go for it. All right. Uh, my name is Connor Gates. I am originally from Christian County, Kentucky. And I landed – in recovery, sorry, I got to mess with my headphones, but I landed in recovery around 2021 right at the end. So I came in right at the start of when the Christmas festivities started. And unfortunately, I was coming, you know, straight from jail. You know, all of my problems have derived from the disease that I have, that we all have there at Center Point, which is alcoholism. But I arrived and I, I saw the Christmas trees. I saw everything. And, man, I, instantly I became comfortable. You know, everybody there, the staff is amazing, man. Uh, Max, Max Grantham has, you know, set a standard there. And that standard is, is followed every day by each and every person that works there. But I got there and a uh, fella did my intake by the name of Ian Harris. And uh, me and him have known each other quite a long time now. And uh, I instantly felt at home. So any anything that that went on you know past that and for that was was simply because of how i felt when i got there yeah and uh it's pretty amazing how you know the christmas that that they do there that they give away and that that we provide for the guys is really from the heart and uh anything that genuine you know i wanted to be a part of so yeah 
And so when you graduated, you peer mentored for a little bit, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, I did uh, six months in the peer mentor office, and, and that that was amazing. I, a lot of people say that they learn more in that office than they do in the program, yeah. and uh, I got to say that is 100% correct. You know, giving back to another alcoholic is uh, something that's led me to where I'm at today. Yeah, and through that process, you know, opportunities arose to actually work there. And you applied for those. What was the first one you did? I know you've moved up a couple times already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fortunately, I have. Uh, I started out as uh, transporting, as the SOS caseworker, just transporting on first shift. Uh, kind of got lucky and fell fell into that, and that's just where I'm running guys over here to Four Rivers or to the doctor's appointments and things of that nature. And also, after that, uh, Mr. Harris, Ian, that when he left, I got an opportunity to sit back with Ray Ray back there and uh, do the intakes which that is, that is a, yeah that's yeah. quite an experience in itself i need to have ray ray on you this should. podcast you i don't should. know if uh, you got if we could reel him in, in enough or, uh, i doubt it but you uh but yeah he was definitely a character that i i enjoyed coming through there <laughs> yeah one of a kind yeah. truly one of a kind man and uh i figure if you offer him some lunch or something he might yeah he might right really you wouldn't do it for that. free no that's <laughs> no that's, yeah yeah but um and then I worked back there doing the intakes for quite a while, for about four or five months, and had the opportunity to join the management team, which what I do now is the SOS caseworker supervisor. So I supervise all the uh, caseworkers that we have there. Yeah. Is, uh, That's awesome, man. I mean, I've loved seeing you come through there and come up. Like, I remember, and tell me if, I, if I'm wrong about this story, and I hope you don't mind me sharing this. No, but, no you're fine. <laughs> but, you can edit but, it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, well, there was a... A story that I think I heard that when you guys were on IRF yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you got some words yeah. or something and, or an opportunity for growth was handed to you and you wanted it up and ate it. Yeah, I, that, that is a true story. I, I knew I couldn't say anything back, so my first reaction was to eat the consequences, which uh, – I did, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah I well, I thought either. that was hilarious, and then it's it's an awesome story to hear. Like you come from that point where you're just trying to learn acceptance to deal with that situation, which yeah. nobody likes IRF, which is intense recovery focus for anybody who's listening who doesn't know. But to where you are now, man, you know, yeah, to give uh, back and help people, yeah, leaps and bounds, man, and uh, that's just kind of what Center Point offers. Yeah, you know, you come in as one person and, and you walk out that door totally different. So, and, and I'm forever grateful for that. It's awesome, man. Dylan, what about you, man? I know you didn't go through Centerpoint. Uh, you went through the Discovery Place. We had Thomas on recently who runs that place pretty much now. Yep. Uh, tell us a little about your story. So, after uh, many failed attempts at, at trying to, to get recovery, um, I landed on the, uh, the steps down in Discovery Place in Dixon, Tennessee, and uh it's about two and a half hours away from here, and I showed up thinking I'm getting away from Paducah, maybe getting a getting a break from everything I've had, and uh, yeah. trying to focus on myself. And I walk in, and he uh, he he asked if I was my older sister's little brother. I'm like, here we go. So I, I thought I didn't escape like I thought I had, um, but luckily that that place was a well, was a blessing to me. Um, I had tried multiple times starting at the age of 18. It took me about 12 years after that to finally actually want something different. Yeah. Um, and down there, they just they they got me off in the book, um, cut everything else out. Um, was willing to make some sacrifices in my personal life to to stay down there. End up living a, a year down there in Dixon, Tennessee, working at that facility. 
um, learning how to have fun in recovery and, and, and work with a sponsor and, and do all the stuff that I, I need to do to stay sober. Yeah. And then, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> me working at Centerpoint is kind of a uh, funny story, too. When I was trying to find somewhere to go, I was at my mom's house um, needing some help. She, I finally asked for help, and uh, she started calling around, and I was not in the best state of mind, obviously, at that, at that time. And she called out at Centerpoint, and um, there was nothing wrong that was said on the phone. I just took it personal that I'm in the same city, and I, I couldn't get in there because there is such a long wait, and... Uh, it didn't have – I didn't have the, the, the long time to wait like they were asking of me. Yeah. And so when I was ready to move back home, um, I wanted to still continue to work in recovery. And I actually applied for a caseworker job at Center Point. I came up here and interviewed, and I didn't know what I was getting myself into when they offered me the office clerk job. Um, not what I expected. Um, they said you're going to be answering the phones, and I and I come in, and first off, it's mixed reactions because it's a it's a brotherhood out there at Center Point. You're an outsider. I'm an outsider. Yeah. 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 Um, nobody knows what to think of me. Nobody knows my story, my 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 journey that I've had. Um, but at that point, I was able to sit down, get real close to everybody out there. But at the same time, I I took that job as the office clerk answering the phone. So when other people's moms were calling in to try to find them somewhere to go. I was the one answering, and I, I knew that pain that my mom felt at right. that time. Yeah. And I was able to, if I couldn't help them out at center point, I was, I was pointing them in another direction because I didn't want to get off the phone without them having something else to do. Um, but it's, it's, it's weird how, how it all worked out. And now I'm the, the food and facilities manager out there. I've got my hand in pretty much everything. I've Everything. <laughs> Too <Yeah>. many things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my, my plate is full all the time, but uh, I enjoyed it, it and – I love what I do now. I'm, I'm so grateful for the opportunity that I've had. We'll be right back. Hello, everybody. You want to know something? My biggest issue with meetings is despite their name, they're never about me. Here at Turning Point, all of our meetings are for you and about you. We have meetings at least three times a day, seven days a week. We are located at 415 Broadway, Paducah, Kentucky. Call 270-444-3621 for more information. That is really cool, man, that you were put in that position to and be able to understand what people are feeling mm. like when they're yeah. calling in, man. It was, uh, you know, and to have that extra passion that maybe, you know, Matt probably doesn't have, you know. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I, tried, I tried to teach him well up there. We, we're very sympathetic for people calling in. It's, it's, a, it's a moment of, of people at their lowest when you're talking to them up there. It's, it really, it's a daily reminder of where I just was a year and a half Two years ago, so it's right. it's a good reminder, and and like Dylan said, he takes that personal. Um, where we have different outlets, we can send people to turning point to other treatment centers. So it's like, no, it's a, it's a six month waiting list. Sorry, hang up. And it's turned into, well, let me get you a phone number to get you in contact with somebody that can help, and that's it's been passed down by Dylan. So it's it's right. turned into something bigger than just center point. I mean, you guys can always send them to us, or we'll help them to find other treatment. You know, uh, Ian's getting people in treatment now because mm-hmm. he's moved on from Center Point. Uh, there's options, and, you know, it, it does. It's a, it takes a village, you know, because uh, they say people are dying to get in there, and there is a long wait. You know, some people have to sit in jail a long time before they get there. But if you're on the street and you're looking for help right away, uh, you know, it's just hard to get into center point long-term treatment around here and if it was up to us you know come on in but it's unfortunately it's not up to us and there's some guidelines we have to follow but 
the center point uh, pipeline runs de- like you've got Ian, like you said, doing what he does. You've got you at turning point, uh, Sam P at turning. Yeah, the everybody from Blaine yeah. from it, it's endless what Center Point has done for this community and recovery. So, yeah, and it's such a strong recovery community in this town, which just continues yeah. to blow my mind. And it's just growing. I mean, like there's been like five or six sober living houses pop up just in the last month. So, and I love to see that, you know, and I love to be involved in it because it, it solidifies my recovery. It encourages my recovery every day. Um, Question I have is though that uh, how long are you are you ever going to move up at Center Point or are you just going? Hey, he's the prodigy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I like what I'm I do. I know you, you are. I, know, I, know. I, I like what I do. <laughs> and if there was a position to come open, who knows what would happen? But I like I like the way my life is. That I wake up and I don't I don't hate coming to work. It's the first job ever. Yeah. And I've been like, of course, now we're really close, obviously. watch We hang out after work, watch ball games, stuff like that. And so, like, I'm I'm coming to work with my friends, and it's yeah. it's never really been that way. Now, it's not always easy, and these guys will attest to that. We have our days where we're just like, I'm tired of seeing you. I never want to go home. Right. But more days than not, like, I get up and it's like, oh, I get, I get to go to work and do something I enjoy. So Yeah. And I mean, you know I'm messing with you, but – that's literally what the program teaches, you know, stay in position, trust the process, all those things you get sick of hearing. And, you know, when the time is right, something's going to happen for you. I know it will. It's just like it happened for you guys just by being there and doing the next right thing and just being open and willing to what comes in front of you and putting forth the effort or the action to apply or, or being willing to do those things. I mean, it's going to happen, you know. And like you said, you're you're doing a great job where you're at. You guys are all – helping people there i love to see it you know um so tell us a little about some of the things that center point has coming up soon so as you've already spoke on christmas trees everywhere uh again it wasn't our choice but they have a big board meeting there and uh, our boss would wanted it decorated and it does look nice the guys put a lot of time in dylan runs that that end of the uh of the center point the guys getting them together. Uh, it's it looks like Candyland down there. Like mm-hmm. when I came back at night the other night, it's it's lit up. You got the guys. I'm sure they're sick of it already. <laughs> but uh, it's a special time. But it's also a crucial time in recovery. You, Connor just spoke on how he arrived at Center Point during Christmas. That's not really the time. You don't. You know, we we don't, we're not coming off a winning streak. So when you come in and it's just like holidays and that's when you're supposed to be with your family, some people don't have family. Some people, their family doesn't want to see them because it's been a rocky road the past 10 years of their life like it was for me. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's a tough time at Center Point. There's a lot going on, which Dylan could tell you a whole lot more than I could about. But uh, our main concern is the guys and that balance of recovery slash, you know, Gaining their family's trust back, seeing each other. It's, a, it's an important time in recovery, not just recovery, but everybody's life. So. Yeah. Yeah, I know that, like like I talked about earlier, about me not hate, not liking Christmas and stuff. Uh, I didn't realize while I was in there, I didn't really think about the holidays or the family. And personally, I was, like, kind of glad to be away from that because it had always been, you know, terrible anyway me just hiding and try, too, you yeah. know trying to feeling depressed about where i was in my life uh broke um 
It wasn't until, like, the next year, or right around this time, or actually right around Halloween after I got out of Center Point, which was going to be my first, you know, the holiday seasons is long. Starts with Halloween and then Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. And, that, like, that first holiday, I was, like, sober. I'm going to have to deal with all these things. What's it going to be like? Because, you know, all of I don't know if you're anything like me, but the holidays were just another excuse. To, I hated them. I hated the holidays. I hated them, but also I, I, I used them as an excuse to just use more, you know, self-pity. Hell, that's when you get all your money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For sure. If you're slinging, yeah. But, <laughs> but it got to the, like, what got me through it, somebody told me, because I was like, everybody I knew around here was, I was getting invited to Halloween parties and everybody, everyone was just going to be people drinking and stuff. And, you know, I didn't want to do, I didn't want to be around that. I wasn't strong enough spiritually to be around that at that point. Um, but if someone said, well, what did you usually happen on your holidays? And I was like, well, I was usually ended up blacked out or arrested or in a fight or depressed or you know this is just me personally what my experiences were like and I was like yeah they weren't really that fun anyway or I thought they were but they weren't that great of a time and I said well why don't you try to do something to help someone else and this these holidays and that literally got me through that first year sober dealing with all the holidays was just like all right it's not about me I've already had my time and messed it up you know now I'm going to try and focus on what I can do to help other people who are struggling through this time, who are dealing with the same things that I dealt with at that time and stayed out of my head about the whole thing and dove in, like doing events at center point for people in recovery and trying to do outreach. And that got me through and continues to get me through those holidays. Like we do, uh, our big friends giving is coming up next week uh, for we have food and we feed everybody in recovery who don't have family here, who don't have uh, a place to go for Thanksgiving, who, you know, um, homeless people. We feed everybody who wants to come in, and it's such a great experience. We'll be right back. You never thought you'd be here. This was not in your plans. You knew it could always happen, but not you, right? If someone told you in the beginning that you'd live in a car, destroy your family, sleep on the street, flatline on a stretcher, or that all the bad company that handed you that first drink, smoke, pill, or needle would be nowhere to be found today, you would have said, no way. But here you are, and addiction took everything. What now? Well, you weren't the only one. And it doesn't have to end here. You just have to reach out for help. There is a life on the other side of an addiction crisis. At Turning Point Recovery Center, we're here with the resources you need to start that new beginning. Like, I know that at Center Point Christmas, the way they do it, even though, you know, I got sick of the trees, like I talked about earlier, just that whole brotherly love thing that goes on in there, is amazing, man. You know, when, how was your experience there? I mean, you said that you like you came in right at that time. Like, were, were you in a? Obviously, you weren't probably happy to be there, or were you because you were getting out of jail? Yeah, and uh, I, I say this a lot, man. That I couldn't have been happier than to walk up that sidewalk and, and see the people that I saw coming where I came from. 
Yeah. You know, Christian County Jail is is the real deal. And and at least for me, one day was too long. And after about three or four months in there, I, I realized that this is not the place for me. And and the warmth and the, you know, the genuine love and care, almost like that comes from my family that I got there. Like, And my family means more to me than anything in the world. My mother is a saint. She, I had a great childhood, picture perfect. Father taught me everything I know. You know, big athlete, he's taught me everything a father can do for a son. And, you know, same with my mother. And all the times that, that I missed from home, I got it there. And, and my mother, I know she was so happy that, that I was in a place where she knew I was getting the same love and care that she would give me if I was home. Because you don't get that in jail. You know, and, and I think we all know that. And, you know, just, to, you know, from what I've taken away from them, it wasn't just my Christmas and my Thanksgiving that was gone from me. You know, my family, it took from them, too. Yeah. So when when I was finally in a place where, where I could give back and could realize, like, look, you know, it wasn't just my Christmas, my Thanksgiving. It was my family's. Like, they couldn't enjoy their Thanksgiving. I wasn't there. You know, they couldn't enjoy Christmas. I wasn't there. But when I arrived at, at Centerpoint, they knew, like, you know, I can breathe now. They they knew that, that I was in a place where, you know, the genuine love, care, and concern can can circulate and, and you know, touch my heart. And, and they – it was a relief for me that I could give them relief, and so to speak. And, yeah, and I mean, I, sure. I know you guys understand that, that it's not – you know, it's a selfish program. I, I get that. But at the end of the day, man, I took a lot from my family. You know, stuff I can never get back. You know, time, trust, you know, things that that are, you know, very important in family. But now, you know, that – and I said this earlier, and uh, Dylan heard me say it in, in class, and uh, it was, you know, our trouble of, are of our own making, you know, but mm-hmm. your success is too. You know, it, yeah. it's what you what you got to lose and what you're going to put into it to come out on the other side. And, and that is something that, that Center Points instills and instilled it into me. And, and that's something I try to live by every day. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I always say. Like, Centerpoint will give you the tools, you know. And the thing that that lacks is people applying it, you know, the action behind it. And when you get to that point of being ready to change your life and willing to do it, you come out of there ready to go. You know, it's yeah. all about what are you going to do? Are you going to take the suggestions that were put in front of you? Are you going to stay away from negative influences? Are you going to deal with your problems in a certain way by reaching out and relying on your brothers? Or are you going to, you know – just forget everything and walk out the door and like you didn't learn nothing. And it takes what it takes. Uh, I was ready when I got there. Yeah. You know, I was ready. I'd been out there for 30 years. So, uh, dang, you're old. I, I, <laughs> Gosh. <yeah>. Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So he said you could tell us a little bit more about what's going on there. Yeah. You have your hands in everything. Uh, uh, I, give us I the did. inside he scoop. He really does. So, um, Halloween, we put the decorations up early October. Uh, November 1st, those decorations come down, and that same day, the, all the Christmas decorations <laughs> are going up. Um, it was about a two- or three-day affair this year of getting everything. We've got blow-ups outside. We've got hundreds of trees throughout the building. Um, it, it's it, it's it's paying at the time, but, like, you can go out there, and we watch all the guys hanging the lights up and putting the trees up and put the ornaments up and wrapping some fake gifts up to put under the tree. And you see them, like, have a change of pace for once because it can get kind of monotonous mm-hmm. in there. And, and getting to get out and do something fun, 
um, it, it put a smile on my face to be able to sit there and do that. And then these these next two months are very busy out there. Um, we we cater some meals for some uh, some apartments out in Mayfield. Um, uh, some some people that need some help. So we're going out and cooking a holiday meal for them. We've got Thanksgiving coming up where um, for breakfast our alumni come out. And they they cook the pancakes. Yeah. Um, I've done that the last couple of years. I always enjoy that yeah. man. Go yeah. back in there and cook. Uh, serve to the guys, you know. I'm still, I'm kind of disconnected from Center Point right now, to be honest, dude. I had a guy come down yeah, and get are. a phone the other day, and I had never seen him. <laughs> he graduated. You know? well, I mean, I've got sponsees. Yeah. I know I used to till I started working every Tuesday morning, and now I, I can't go to graduation. But I went to graduation you every did. Tuesday yeah. for two yep. years, uh, and, and I miss it. You know, I miss it just being connected like that. Uh, so busy we get busy once you're like working in recovery and you're doing this uh especially down here i man uh, i'd still sponsor people at center point but when i come up there it's like to see them and then i'm yeah. i'm out you know <laughs> i don't go hang out and eat or play cornhole like i used to but i miss it man yeah, you can come out and eat with us sometime. I've, I've got a meeting good in there now. We, yeah. We, I'm putting yeah. some pounds on some guys in there, I can tell you oh, that. Well, that. That always <laughs> happens. Uh, yeah, I'll be there for the alumni yeah. breakfast, you know. Yeah. It's going to be a long day, though, because right after that I come down here and serve food Thanksgiving yeah. all day. But uh, it's a blessing, man, to be able to do that, you know. Yep. It's a blessing. So what uh, – who gives – I know last year uh, an organization or a company – let the guys go get gifts for their children mm-hmm. that maybe weren't able to afford gifts for their children. What what is that? Right. So we we get with some of the clients if they've got young kids at the you know they're they're in center point they can't work they're they're devoting their whole life to to getting sober right now. Yeah. Um. And and money's tight for those people and it's a strain on their family it's a strain on the kids. Um. So we work with some outside entities. Um. Starfish Starfish is one of the main ones that we do. Yeah. We'll get a list of you know guys that have kids, give them their age, um, kind of what all they want, and we work with them because we work with Starfish throughout the year, and they 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 kind of pay us back on that through through the holiday season by yeah. helping our guys out and getting all kinds of gifts for them, and then like you said, um, when it comes to the clients, when it comes to Christmas time, we we go all out. Um, we get them a bunch of gifts. We get them some stockings, uh, lighters, pens. Center uh, point starter pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's it's a it's a it's a giving season around there, and it's it's very busy, but it's it's very rewarding also. Are you guys doing the uh, door decorating this year? We probably will. We haven't we haven't talked about. it. I'm trying to get through Thanksgiving right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got the trees out. Yeah. Yeah. I know I've got the trees out, but Thanksgiving and then that 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 following Monday is when I plan on attacking the Christmas plans hard. We've got some base stuff in place, but um, as far as what we do, that was that was a really good good thing last year was the Christmas door decorating thing, and then we go around the day of the Christmas party. Our Christmas party is an all day affair. We we vote on it. Whoever has the best door. Uh, most cr- creative, kind of like we did with Halloween costumes. They get gift cards and stuff to yeah to go out. Yeah, I decorated my door when I was in there, and they gave everybody an award. I was kind of oh, one of those. Yeah, yeah. I, was like, oh, hey. I was like, let's just see who really won. You know, that's yeah. what I want, the competitive in me, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, it's cool. It was fun doing that, man. We'll be right back. Hey, y'all. Did you know it's illegal to own just one guinea pig in Switzerland because they get lonely? Here at Turning Point, we don't want you to ever be lonely either. 
That's why we are open seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Always feel free to come hang with our friendly staff and don't forget your guinea pig. We're located at 415 Broadway Street, downtown Paducah. It's a special time. Like I remember the guys, last Christmas I was a client at Center Point, and to see those guys able to take, I mean, some of them had four, five, six, seven gifts to take home to their to their kid. Yeah, and like that's a that's a big deal to a parent. I'm not, I don't have any children, but you could see those guys. A guy that hadn't said a word and has been there three months. Was able to take those gifts. You could tell it like it like choked him up. Yeah, uh, that's. I think that's so huge because we've burnt our family over and over and over, and so for Starfish to do that on Center Point to help out, I, I think that's one of the biggest things that we do. Yeah, yeah. I saw guys break down crying and stuff when I was in there. Being able to give their kids something, you know, uh, it is important, and it, and hopefully instilled in them like. I want to be able to do this on my own, you know, things like that. Yeah, it's amazing. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it, there's seasonal depression. I mean, that's a real thing. That, that, <laughs> that's a real thing. Well, when I was in there, we were watching the news one morning. Is that seasonal? What what was it called? It's called the acronym is SAD. Seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, that's exactly I, I, I saw that on the news. I was like, what? A, that's hilarious. <laughs> that seasonal affective disorder's acronym is SAD, uh, but it is. But, uh, very fitting. Yeah, it is very fitting, man. I mean, sadly, you know, the holidays are rough for people. I mean, you, there's more suicide during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's just and with how. Everything's inflation right now. Everything's more expensive. It's 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 a hard time, um, but like you said, like the fact that they're in there trying to focus on themselves and better themselves, and you know to have something like Starfish and Center Point have their back and make their families still special is is it's such a blessing, man. Mm-hmm. And it's a testament to Center Point to what a difference a year can make. Last year, I was a client. I was just dreading it. I wanted to get through it. And now this year, like, I'm kind of excited to be able to give back a little yeah. to my parents and family who helped me out during that hard time. Like, I'm I'm able to do that now because of not totally center point, recovery in general, yeah. uh, doing the right thing. And I think that's the beautiful thing about center point. Most of the employees there came through the program. They gave an opportunity to stay and live there for free. And peer mentor, and now the majority of our employees graduated from Center Point. That are now making a living. For me personally, off the thing that I hated the most, I hated that I was an alcoholic. I hated that. Yeah. To this day, still hate it a little bit, and was embarrassed of it. Now I work in recovery. It's just, it's crazy what can happen if you just do the right thing and take take suggestions. You know, my sponsor wasn't always the best, but I made it through. <laughs> uh, I had good people in the program with me to lean on and ask for their advice when you weren't there. But yeah, well, I mean that's what I tell told you to do. <laughs> you know? yeah. And you know, once after <laughs> after nine, I dropped you anyway. So yeah, I, I got my ninth step done, and he was like, "All right, well, good luck." <laughs> yeah, fed you to the wolves. Right? Yeah, ten, said, eleven, right. and twelve are maintenance steps, man. It's on you. Yeah, <laughs> great. I like man. that. Yeah, okay. he. Yeah. He's like, peace out. He's like, I got five more no, guys I mean, to worry about. That's the joke. But, I mean, I was still there. I'm still there for my guys, but I do. I give them a little speech like, 
10, 11, 12, the personal inventory, maintaining conscious contact and giving back are all things that you have to, I can't hold your hand through those things. Yeah. You know, I'm there for you. I support you. I'm here. If, you, if you're struggling with something, come talk to me. I'm always going to be here. I hope that we can become friends, lifelong friends through this process is what I always say. But, you know, I, I can't hold your hand through, through actually applying it, you know. Well, I mean, look at your <laughs> success rate. I have a pretty good yeah, success I mean, rate. Guys like Quay Klein. Yeah. You know, I just saw Coulson. him today. He stopped in here out of nowhere. It was, uh, it was good to see him. And, you know, Joey. and Joey, yeah. Oh, I mean, don't do that. A, we'll have to get him a bigger headset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. have to get him a bigger headset. Out, uh, I don't know if we have enough paper to write on. Yeah. <laughs> no, but really, that's a uh, – Joey, so – you know that that's amazing. That that is, a, that is <laughs> yeah. a miracle in itself. It is, you know. It is. And he continues to surprise me, man. Like you know, he, he actually has a passion for this. Like he does. He, he goes and sits down, and does a one on one. You know, we're used to the Joey that we, you guys went through with, chaos. and that he just chaos. yeah, chaos, <laughs> cutting up. You know, lick everything. You know, that's <laughs> Joey. But yeah. when he sits down and talks to somebody about recovery, man, he really digs in, and he. He's, applying this stuff and he's giving back and i love seeing that man because you know we don't we don't have to change everything about ourselves i like keeping some of my personality you know yeah. being a little of a smart ass you know like I, I still try to i mean i try to work on that i say it all the time no, on don't. here so people won't believe me but you know i do it's it used to be way worse let me put it that way but yeah see the, the change and then still be able to be ourselves and actually return to who we are, you know, yeah. learning to love who we are and, and enjoy it and then, you know, make smarter decisions. Yeah, the yeah. prime example is sitting back and let things happen for you because yeah. left upon my own devices, I didn't make too, very yeah. many good <laughs> nope. decisions. Right. I got a losing yeah. record, yeah. 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 I mean, really, a losing record is an understatement. And, yeah. and I'm a real competitive guy. And, and to be a loser and, and – aspects of life that that make or break you is devastating but being able to sit back and, and let things happen for you you know is what center point does you know right. it's what it did for me you know and it's given me things that i never thought that i could achieve you know and uh, speaking of children I, I do i'll have a child this yeah. this christmas yeah so uh you know it's it's truly a blessing just being able to sit back and receive, you know, all the blessings and all the things that come with doing the next right thing, which comes with recovery. Yeah. And you're blessed that, you know, your child's never going to have to have known the old Correct. you yet, man. Correct. You're going to be able to do it right. Um, and that is awesome. You know, uh, you have any kids, Dylan? I don't. Uh, that's probably for the best. That you got blue. Have how I live my life. I've got a dog that is very attached to me. Yeah. Uh, but I, I did not make the best life decisions up until I got sober this time, and uh, it's probably for the best that I don't have any children running around for their sake. Yeah. Blue is enough to handle. <laughs> he is. He's a character. <laughs> what kind of dog is it? He's an Australian healer, pit bull mix. Um, oh. I got him. So at Center Point, we sent our guys out twice a week to the Humane Society to walk dogs. Yeah. Um, and I was I was kind of looking around for a dog, and I went out to the Humane Society with him one time. It was nice out, and I'd seen him on their website when I was scrolling, and I was like, he looks good. And then I went out there and saw him, and that. It, Four, was, hour, four hours later, he was at my house. Yeah, so over. I went I went and got my money right and got some stuff for him to take home, got him a bed and some food and took him home, and he's been with me ever since. 
Yeah, he's one of the boys for sure. <laughs> like he, he participates in all football activities. Yep. Yeah. yeah he's he's a kid. That's yeah. When, cool. when we yeah. grill steaks on the weekend, we cook four, and he gets one of them. Correct. We, we <laughs> let's yep. let's get that right for the record. We don't cook four. <laughs> yeah. Hammer <laughs> cooks four. <laughs> yeah. He's hey, he's dangerous on a smoker grill. Many things. Nice. Yes. Yeah. He's nice. So. Yeah, I got when I first moved out of phase three and was in my own place. Actually, the first time I'd ever lived alone, I got a dog, named him Courage, uh, and, you know, he's been my – my kid. My kid's 20, getting ready to turn 22, my son, and he had to watch me go through everything I went through, you know, which sadly uh, – the only good thing that came out of that was that he didn't want to be anything like me and, you know, stayed yeah. on the straight and narrow. Um, very unprofessional. You have to edit that, yeah. <laughs> um, but – you know, with Courage, he's just a rambunctious, like, you know, jumps on yeah. you. You won't listen to nothing. And I look at it like, God, this, I deserve this, you know, <laughs> because of who I used to be. Because I, I had two options. There were two puppies. I could have chosen one. I chose the one that was, you know, a little more rowdy. And uh, and I don't regret it. But uh, he's a handful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, I appreciate you guys coming on today. Uh, you know, Centerpoint definitely was a part of uh, changing a lot of our lives and, and being able to give back and help people. And uh, I'll always have a soft spot in my heart for them and always try to, even though I feel kind of disconnected right now, I'll always be connected to that place. And like I said, I'll be there for the alumni breakfast. Um, but, yeah, I appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, yeah, guys, thanks for having us, man. For having us. Yeah, and any and anybody that's watching that that wants to help out with anything we do over the holidays at Center Point, just come give us a call or stop yeah. by and see us. So yeah, and you guys accept donations, absolutely donations, things like that. People so. have already started. I mean, it's amazing what the community has done. Whether it's dropping off clothes, dropping off toboggans, coats. We, I mean, it's crazy what we do for the guys. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. All right, well. Check us out on YouTube or listen to our audio versions on Apple, Google, Spotify, Podbean, or Amazon Music. And as always, stay grateful. If you or someone you know is struggling with addiction or in recovery and needs guidance, speak with Turning Point's team of peer support specialists by calling 270-444-3621. You are not alone, and we are proof that recovery is possible. <laughs>